Welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner, Nave. Each pod, we play through a cooperative experience and relate to you, the listener, if this game is a criminal crim of co-op or something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave. Philip, my... Everything has been going wild in my life. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm spending a bunch of money. We got a guest. Yeah, I know. Well, special about the life thing. You literally messaged me saying something along the lines of, I'm feeling very unstable right now or something. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, after buying, uh, well, we'll talk about it later. I think you even said don't or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but we have a guest. He's taking a drink. Yes. Have a quick beer real quick. Um, What up, Night Squad? Um, Thank you guys for having me on uh, Fresh Out the Sewers and into your favorite arcade cabinet. It's your boy, Red Fox, host of the Night of Living Podcast Network. Guys, thank you for having me on. It's going to be a a shell of a good time. You know, not to give any spoilers of what we're going to talk about, but very cowabunga time since we got in here. (laughs) <laughs> be on the puns already and we haven't even made the meat i definitely close my eyes whenever i go into a podcast i definitely i'm like i want to be surprised <laughs> what game they're talking about today yeah i always do that on my show i try not to fucking spoil what it is before like right in the intro and i'm like oh yeah it's in the fucking title it's in the title <laughs> yeah which dear listeners this is red fox from the night of the living podcast network how about you tell us a little bit about your shows all right so uh i host three different podcast as a part of the network uh my god this is the mothership of our shows it's a pop culture podcast where we tackle a different subject in the world of pop culture every week from video games to anime to movies to tv to comic books to just random events that i get into and conventions that we go to uh then we have our horror podcast super slash bros where we take a stab at all our favorite and not so favorite horror movies and we have a new podcast now, and this is perfect because it's the first time I'm being able to uh, promote it on someone else's show. We got the scoop. Uh, yeah, inside scoop right here. Uh, Player Select, which started off as just a side series uh, for bonus content for Night Living Podcast. And then the shit just took off like gangbusters and turned into its own podcast. We're uh, seven levels in with another four or five already recorded, edited, and waiting to come out incredible that's so many shows so much content all we run one podcast and we're just confused at all points in the in the month <laughs> pretty much which you know of course every time nave says like hey we got a guest this is the guy i'm like well now i have to go do my homework and i think i got through about five of your episodes before we made it here today mostly because i've just been playing final fantasy 13 3 so much but we'll get to that later but you have extensive coverage of the resident evil franchise yes i do and I, I fucking love Ari. the first episode I got for you or listen to you was a player select where you talked about Resident Evil three remake. And yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that because I didn't play like the original uh, three. I only played remake three and I really liked remake three. And they was like, oh, man, remake two was so much better. Or, you know, it was good to get more explanation about what made the different remakes and the originals, like how they kind of all shaped up, because the consensus seems to be that remake three is the. I don't know, like the the lower tier of the games. Yeah, it was quickly as, thrown together. Oh, very. It was thrown out almost a year after RE2's remake came out and blessed fucking everyone from here to Raccoon City. 
RE3's remake, though, in hindsight now, because, like, when I first played it, I've done three reviews on that fucking game, and every <laughs> time I, like, I like heel turn on it more. At first, I fucking hated it. The second time, uh, another podcaster, friend of ours, um, Gorilla Brain Podcast, was like, no, dude, you should replay it again, man. Replay like, it. Oh, fine. It's only four hours. Yeah, it's, it, literally, he was like, yeah, hey, it's a quick game, man. You can blow through it in a day. And I started playing, and I was like, I mean, I guess it's not that bad. And then the last time I played it, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. I don't know what drugs I was on at the time. But then I started yeah. talking about it. And the more we talked about it during that episode, yeah. the more I'm like, you know, I fucking, they should have never changed this. Fuck that they changed this. And I'm like getting more and more progressively angry about the game. But then, <laughs> but then I'm like, but I love the game though. But like, it was a great time. But like, Jesus fucking Christ, they've ruined Nemesis. But he looks so cool. But why'd they do that to him? But I love him. Bipolar syndrome straight through in that game, which we have recently covered in our pod five and six. Do you have any opinions on five or six? Yeah, uh, like all share right, our co op listeners. Yes, I do. Uh, in response to your response to my response to the Twitter question about <laughs> RE5, all right, I got a bone first. to pick with you, motherfuckers. Uh, here's why that game is I consider the game to be underrated. That game has been memed in and out of existence so many oh, yeah. goddamn times. There's not a green herb alive that could fix the damage that memes have done to that game's reputation. This game, to me, I I championed this game in, a top, in the top five of Resident Evil games, and I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. It's top five for me. However, I consider it very underrated because a lot of people just see the boulder-punching meme um, and various jokes along with that the absolute shit fucking ai partner that you have yep and how action heavy it gets and they're immediately turned off by it they're immediately jumped through similar to like you guys did in that very great boulder punching fucking episode um it's a it the game's got its quirks and all and it definitely steers way away from the horror aspect of it but i feel like just because of that people just abandon hope for that game and it's like it, it's it's unfair and people rate it like shit. Like, oh, it's the worst one in the series. No, it ain't. Trust no, me. No, it's not. It's, trust me, it's not. You have not played Umbrella Corpse. That's the worst in the series. It's the fucking lowest you can get. But RE5's fucking incredible. Yeah. We Absolutely. enjoyed it. It was a bit of a slog this time because we, we you know, played it in two days or something like that. Which, is, that game is surprisingly long. Very long. Have, we enjoyed it. Did you guys... Um, I'm trying to remember, did you guys touch it all with the mercenaries mode for it? Not this playthrough. I mean, we did like, I think, two matches. You. Yeah, but yeah. growing up, you know, 10 years ago, we played the crap out of it in, in mercenaries mode. Yeah, we do a thing. Um, so uh, my cousin co-hosts one of our other podcasts. Me and him do on Twitch. It's called Mercenary Wednesdays. And we play through every mercenaries level um with each character getting an s or higher and we're trying to clear out the entire thing with all s ranks we've been at this for almost two years now is it difficulty um, or just like sounded, so many characters it's not it's like, you're like every every wednesday we do the whole catalog and I'm like, yeah, yeah, every, shit. Like, <laughs> every wednesday baby 24 hour streams uh but no we we did it's called mercenary wednesdays and it always have like some fun tag like the revenging of the boulder or shit like that yeah or like it won't be a wednesday so it's like mercenary wednesdays revenge of the thursday or some shit but uh yeah mercenaries mode for that game is also one of the reasons why to me it's just 
perfect. And you mentioned six as well. Yeah. Oh, RE6 is also fucking goaded. Love six. I know. Fucking love six. Here we six. go. Dude, we, another supporter. We had Keith on, and he hates the game, and I think we swung him a little bit. I think Keith he is really, a communist. Oh. <laughs> we're, talking about main, we're talking about main quest, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Main Keith quest. is a goddamn communist, all right? Don't listen to him. <laughs> you hear it, Keith? The, the gloves are off. We're going to host a special episode where we battle it out. Resident Evil oh, 6. Who wins? Good or bad? I'm here. I'm here for it. I love. I love Keith, by the way. But communist. Um, Re six is fucking awesome. That's where they really like turned into that shit. They're like, all right, well, let's just go fucking action, baby. That's giant my point. <laughs> that was my point. Yeah, like giant T Rex fucking eight stage boss fight with the last dude. Uh, multiple campaigns, which are always fucking fun to play. Chris having the most like. 80s Steven Seagal one-liners possible. We'd love so me and my uh, Lou, one of my co-hosts, we love RE6. We play all of them in co-op together, but we piss ourselves constantly at the one point in that game where so everything's gone to shit. Everyone has just died. Pierce has a problem with something Chris is doing, and mind you, we're like near the end game. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. dead, and Chris turns around, it's like fall in line, soldier. I'll find someone who will. Where? Where the fuck are you going to find them, Chris? <laughs> everyone's dead. That's oh, why God. you're mad in the first place, because everyone's dead. God, the end the end being the same as the beginning of Chris's campaign, where he's in that in <laughs> that shantytown bar, but Daughter, he's eating a yeah. steak now. And we were talking about, like, where did he get that steak? Because I don't think it was that bar. Did he go from a finer establishment to this shanty bar and ate the steak there? Like, what the hell's yeah. going on? The game is insane. Love, Chris. Oh, it's so Classic good. Yeah. suck on this, Wesker. I do think that I think that I am upset that Chris gets all the one-liners because Leon was originally the one-liner king. I mean, where'd everyone go? Bingo! Like that should like Leon just you stopped. You whip king right there. Now uh, six though, in general though, I, I like six a lot. I think six is just a good time. It's way better to play with someone than by yourself. Especially if you use Jake thing. Mueller, you could just fucking just punch people in the face. That's yeah, the greatest Wesker thing Jr. ever. Yeah, Wesker Junior. Does mercenary work for fucking apples at the end of the game? And that game six also had such a uh, an interesting and unique mechanic where they'd had those multiple campaigns and they all intersected with each other. And I've never seen a game ever like emulate something like that. That is the only game in my memory that is uh, anything like that. I really like that. So each campaign they have multiple bosses throughout, but. On all of those boss fights, like if you're on Leon's campaign, it'll intersect with Chris's campaign. And if there are two people playing simultaneously, which never happens nowadays, but when this game first came out and it was bumping, you would you would team up and it would be a four player co-op match where yep. all of you are running around fighting this one boss. And it's so cool. I, we, I think this is like the 12th time that I got to gush about Rainbow's, or Resident Evil 6, but it's cool. So can I ask you guys a question about it then? Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite campaign from it? Uh, definitely i really enjoyed chris i don't remember what i said at the time but i think chris is my favorite mostly because i love recontextualizing recontextualizing it as chris and pierce are just lovers basically going through this together <laughs> well Phil, philip was really pushing that canon whenever we talked about it i i really it before it makes it so much update, it does uh before the update I probably would have said Leon's just because I like the aesthetic and the atmosphere and stuff like that. But and how goofy it kind of gets where at the same time, it's trying to be very serious. That's like the most serious one. <laughs> but even even though it's just ridiculous stuff going on. 
But now that there was an update and since the definitive edition for the new consoles and everything, um, I want to say Ada's because when you play in co-op, there is a schizophrenic mystery figure that is always <laughs> with her and he's not in cutscenes, but then he shows up she's he's just never recognized because uh, people complained that you couldn't play co-op through ada wong's campaign but that was the point ada wong is a lone wolf but they capitulated and made this like patched together like random mercenary he's hunk from resident yeah. evil 2 he's random mercenary skin 3 yeah. It's so funny though because Philip every single time there's like a uh like a camera change like event happening, I just teleport somewhere else and Philip was like, Oh hey Nave, and then he runs off without me. It's well, like, there are other parts, like when we were in the ship and it was being infected or whatever, yeah. and like we were like just running and it would just teleport you Goku style, yep. just like swing, 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 just like to yeah. keep up with me as I was but doing like quick time events. Every single time it would happen, the camera would be a fixed camera on the inside of the door, and you'd see me just going, ah, ah, getting killed because I don't know what to do or where anyone's hitting me from, and then it just teleports me away. It's so stupid. I loved uh, Chris and Sherry's mostly because I loved that they brought Sherry Perkins back, um, which was which, just which a cool callback for me. But also, like, we wanted to play like the new character. We played theirs immediately because, like, it, I Sherry wanted... was with what's his name, not uh, with, uh, Jake Mueller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I loved I loved Sherry as a character too. Like, I don't know, she she fit that game so fucking well. It gave yeah. me weird Silent Hill vibes, and also loved the fact that midway through that campaign, it turns into Resident Evil meets like fucking Sleeping Dogs, Yakuza Zero, and shit. <laughs> like yeah. the fucking dudes got not got swords and shit, and they're coming at you with them. Plus, the Ustanok was awesome. Dude, the dude that never dies yeah <laughs> never dies yeah. i'm like what is he referring to it's just that guy yeah the, the guy that's chasing them in every chapter like, yeah he was, he was so the, cool uh, god he, like the part where you drop him off a helicopter and then suddenly he's punching into your plane i'm like how how did that happen and then you see later he's like holding onto another helicopter and jumping like donkey kong to different helicopters i'm like this guy's insane he deserves to win he's got his bionic commando arm man you don't think that bitch don't got a a fucking grapple grapple hook hook? yeah but yeah Yeah. their campaign is literally just like a four-hour chase sequence littered with action and puzzles and it's so fucking fun it's so much fun yeah it's a good game and we are a co-op podcast so every time we get a new guest on the show, we ask them about a notable co-op memory. Maybe it's like when the when you guys first got COD Zombies and you stay up all night playing or Gears of War. Or I always think about playing Super Mario 3 with my sister growing up on our NES. Do you have a notable co-op memory you'd like to share? Yes, I do. Uh, Borderlands, the pre-sequel. Um, also, Whoa. absolute banger. Um, we play four-person uh, four partied up. And all um, our one our one co-host uses claptrap. We were on the final boss of this fucking very short but very enjoyable game, and he has a special ability where when he activates his, it's always something random, a different random buff, anything like that. The final boss is a bullet sponge, and we are lacking here. We're fucking dying, but we can make it. He activated his special ability, and just like that. It was a dance party, and all we did was just bounce up and down while disco music played, and every one of us got fucking slaughtered right oh, there. Oh, no. But the pre-sequel was fucking awesome. Sounds I like don't remember streamed. too much. Did you ever play that one, Phil? Because I definitely I beat it. So. 
I because uh, Athena. I played two player. I played with a. Uh, the guy who was the impersonator of Handsome Jack, and then I had the person I was playing with was playing Athena, and Athena shows up in uh, Borderlands, uh, Tales from the Borderlands. So yes. that was after I had played that with that person. So it was really cool seeing them, and then seeing Handsome, this guy who is just nice, Handsome Jack, uh, uh, <laughs> Jack the Doppelganger. Yeah, yeah. So and I'm then, not sure if either of them are DLC characters or not. Yeah, so. Doppelganger was DLC along with uh, I think her name was Aurorus or something like that. Who was actually uh, she's actually a she's from Magic the Gathering. She's one of the uh, Planes Masters or Planes Walkers. Planes Walkers. No, Planes Masters. Yeah, she's a she's a homage to one of them. Uh, yeah, Aurora, the Baroness. Mm. I'd have to look at her. I guess yeah. I'll look at her right now. Yeah, she looks just like a Planes Walker. Um, but yeah, I played as Athena for it, but our one co-host used Claptrap because we thought it was going to be fucking awesome. Um, Is he awesome? He's incredible. He's fucking oh, awesome. Yeah. He talks so much shit like, the entire character. time. No, he's so terrible. good. That's the thing. The worse you do, the better he gets. Like, he's got I, perks where it's like if he's getting shot at enough, he just like his accuracy increases. He's the perfect handicapped character. Sounds pretty cool. We'll have to play that one eventually. Uh, the only Borderlands we've covered on the show is the first one, maybe I can't remember, and uh, the Dragon Dragon Keep, but not oh Tiny Tina's not, Assault and Dragon Keep, whatever the prequel one was or the standalone DLC, not yeah. the the full game. That was a long time ago, though. That was like a year and a half ago or so. All right, so uh, we are a co-op gaming podcast, and we are going to be talking about uh. Turtles in Time and shelling out some laughs and all that stuff. Cowabunga. But before we get there, let's just talk about the games we've been playing solo this week. Nave, what have you been playing? I uh, Atomic Heart came out. So I've yeah. been trying that out a little bit. Have you played any of that? It's on Game Pass. I watched JP, a uh, friend of the pod, uh, play about five minutes of it. And I'm like, yep, I'm going to have to play this now. Um, it's surprisingly janky. Um, yeah, I, I was even expecting it to be... Trash. There, It's interesting. There, There is a weird euro kind of jank about this game like with the dialogue and everything it's kind of like how you watch uh japanese shows interpret americans and then it's like okay that's a really weird like and they 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 make them say really weird weird. things yeah so it's this weird i don't know because it's like almost b-movie action hero i think about i think about 70 percent of the dialogue is very questionable and then every now and then the game just fucking slams me with something. Like, there's this one part where you beat a boss, and then you, like, fall down, and, uh, like, you fall down, it's terrible, and you get up out of the rubble, and your friend's dead, and you just pull out a cigar and start smoking, and you're like, ah, that sucked. And I'm just like, what is this, Duke Nukem? Duke Nukem? I know, I was like, oh my god, I think, I don't know if I like this guy now, maybe I like him now. Like, now that I've just suddenly switched into, oh, what if this was just Duke Nukem? I kind of don't mind him too much. The only problem is he's a kind of a fucking asshole. To, so he has a glove. There's a lot of parallels to uh, for, Forsaken here with total cuntbag asshole character with a thing on their arm that isn't that bad, but they're mean to it for no reason. But oh, yeah. I, don't, I haven't watched too much Forsaken. I've only watched maybe like six or seven hours uh, on Twitch when uh, uh, Moist Critical played it. But now that I'm playing uh, this this game, I was thinking about Forsaken, but I'm only like maybe four hours into this game, and he's already turning to like this glove. Like, he's not being mean to it anymore. So I'm like, okay, thank God. But at the same time, 
the best parts of this game are the parts that are like they're like linear just kind of sandboxes where you're just trying to get through this 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 like uh like like area right like a bunker or like a uh a warehouse but in between those there are open world sections and i am stuck in an open world section and it fucking sucks it really is bad and it's all of the good things like the amazing aesthetic the awesome uh environmental storytelling uh, all of that stuff completely out of the window when you're in the generic open world and so i'm just trying to hurry and get to the next area as fast as possible but this game has the worst enemy spawning that I've ever seen in a game. Imagine a first-person shooter, but the enemy spawning is like the Zubats in the fucking caves in Pokemon oh, Yellow. Yeah. Oh, where every Christ. four steps, you are being assaulted by four more enemies. And then you kill two of them, and three more spawn. And you start running, and you run into a group of eight more, like, just around the corner. And it is like, no, did anyone playtest this fucking game, or did they play this game and go, "This is the most. This is Doom Eternal." Because if this game played like Doom Eternal, this would be fun, probably. But it doesn't. It plays like uh, Stalker. Have you ever played Stalker on Steam? Really? It, it plays like Stalker. It, it's it's weird. It is like when you're when when you run into enemies, you don't want to fight them because you're like, this will be more annoying than fun to fight, more than likely. So I'm just yeah. going to try as hard as I can to not get aggro. But unfortunately, the enemies are everywhere. So I mean, there's nothing you can do. Also, there is this vending machine that is just a horny like sub dominatrix fucking weird thing going I'm on. I'm listening. And everyone hates this thing because it's like, oh, of course they had to put a horny refrigerator in this game that gives you the <laughs> it. So what it does is a 3D printer. Now, but this the thing I like about this is that in lore they explain why it's why is there a 3D printer that's always talking about yeah, like oh, daddy, yes, fill me up with the with the currency, please give me more. You know, it's always doing that. The person who is like the big bad that is like made all the robots turn evil. It's it's the robots that are turning evil. By the way, it's iRobot. Spoilers. Um, well, it's not. That's the whole point of the game is that you're killing a bunch of robots. Spoilers. So the character the character that did that made all the 3D printers worthless and embarrassing to keep people from using them. <laughs> so that's the reason why you can't just print a fucking a Gun? fucking AK-47 yeah. immediately. It's like they only print garbage and they moan at you all the time so you don't want to talk to it that's the in lore reason and once i heard that i was like this is great <laughs> i actually love that explanation yeah, <laughs> suddenly i miss the i miss the fridge <laughs> i just googled that thing it's called nora nora and, uh, yeah i was looking at oh okay it's called nora hit images and i'm like all right i need to get completely off of this image oh, no. right now my <laughs> god but i'm gonna play the game specifically for the hor horny 3d printer uh, i have one right over there and if it starts talking to me later like you guys won't see me again for quite some time the the funniest thing is that there's a bunch of you know the meme where it's like the the sexy guy in the office who hits on the girl and then she's like hi yeah. and the ugly guy does it so the top one is the fridge from hi-fi rush and then the bottom one is the the nora from <laughs> because i don't so know dumb. but it's just so funny <laughs> anyway uh i'm playing more playing? hogwarts and i'm playing more ancient uh, oh, like a dragon yeah hogleg hogwarts legacy and um as coined by defining duke and uh you know i'm just those games are just wandering through them you know i'm probably i'm probably always going to be playing these and i'm never going to really have an update so they're good what house are you in hogleg uh slytherin that's right baby slytherin all day uh, snake Same. dude i walked into slytherin on some black air force energy and shit i'm over here like i have my i'm 
playing the game too. And like, as people are talking to me, I'm like talking back to them in real time, but like, they obviously can't hear me. Yeah. So I have to choose like the best one. Like the, the plane. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like the, the one blind dude in Slytherin. You know, I'm like, I'm going to be your guardian angel. His name is angel. Ominous. Yeah, I was like, first of all, your middle was fucked. Yeah. Oh, you're blind? I will protect you with my life. Like, uh, I haven't gotten too far, too, too far yet, but just got my first broom. I also right. did what, I believe it was, I believe it was Nave who said it on that episode about uh, wandering through, opening Swim up the fucking the map. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I did the same thing. I was running around I'm sorry. forever. <laughs> and then I got the fucking broom. And I was like, oh. <laughs> So I could have just pulled drive-bys on these spiders. I could have spin the block on the spiders. Instead, I ran up on them. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad somebody else suffered with me. It feels Dude, a little bit less bad. My character's calves are like this. My man's got fucking cardio. <laughs> he just runs everywhere. Yeah. Every That's day the, is leg day for him. The funniest thing was when they put me in Slytherin, I was like, I don't think I'm Slytherin, but I'll just do it because it's fine. Green is cool. Snakes are cool. And then uh, you, so you you see you get to see all the spells you're gonna get. So this is a spoiler. You get to learn the Crusatius curse or whatever, and which is like the the curse to torture people without killing them. Yep. And the moment they were like, "Hey, you can learn this, but you probably shouldn't because it's bad." You can go to ask me. I was like, "Give me the curse. Do it. Give it to me. Like I, mean, I want to know." Yeah, it is optional. It? You can oh, refuse man. to learn it. Cowards, shut up and take my galleons. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah, I want that, dude. I love, I love Harry Potter, and this game's been a, like a fucking game changer. I don't know how they'll ever make a better one unless like they find a way to redo this and just add shit. Like, I think that's, that's so movie. interesting. They just add shit. Just keep the same assets, and they just update the characters. I'm pretty sure they're going to DLC Quidditch. I mean, the whole Quidditch field is there. Yeah, right. I think they just w- weren't ready for Quidditch. They did say that they have no, absolutely no plans for uh, multiplayer like co-op experiencing with the game but quidditch as a multiplayer mode which by the way bring back fucking multiplayer modes and single player games shout out to bioshock 2 and the last of us two of the greatest to do no it. we're mass not talking effect. about mass effect. i don't know mass effect for its multiplayer shut mode. up no not even that so i bioshock 2 i played i was a gamestop employee and i got that game early so i, I got see. to play for a week and um i was I remember just going around bullying other people who got that game early. I would just freeze headshot, freeze headshot. It's just an instant kill every time. There's You don't have to do anything. You freeze them. Then they can't physically move anymore. So you just go, and then, oh, crikey, he stalks his prey. And then you shoot him right in the fucking brain. It's so, oh, it's so goofy. It's not balanced at all. But, I mean, I enjoyed it for a little bit. But... There was like the the most the the game I always point to is Spec Ops: The Line, where Spec Ops: The Line had a had a multiplayer and a lot of reviewers like knocked points off of it. Even though Spec Ops: The Line is one of the most phenomenal single player games you could ever play, uh, when if you if you're into playing first person shooters, and it's like yes. it, a lot of people saw that multiplayer first and was like, "Ew, bad Call of Duty, I gross. Oh. I'm not playing that." <laughs> I'm like, "No, please come back. <laughs> this game's good." Meanwhile, Condemned 2 over there with its star-studded... Uh, Dude, con- <laughs> don't you stop! You're working me mad! It's multiplayer versus uh, asymmetric game type. It was very innovative at the time. <laughs> Running around throwing pipes at cops? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> getting blown away with Meanwhile, a shotgun. the cops just walking with a shotgun. He's like, it's got a shotty. And he just blows a hobo away. And it's like, what? <laughs> it was a different time, man. It was a different time. Yeah, you are just condemned to it. All right, Red Fox, what have you been playing? All right, so uh, I limited it down to three because I didn't want to talk too much about Hogwarts Legacy. You guys have been talking about that non 
stop and I'm just following I mean, you through have, your adventures. If you have any r- unique adventures, you can share them. Yeah. Oh, no, nothing really all that great. I've just been an absolute Slytherin fuckboy over here trying to show everyone my wand um, and making <laughs> jokes about how I'm about to Slytherin to them DMs and whatnot. My character is just the worst person alive. Volda who? No. <laughs> like, they're not going to say my name by the end of this. Dude. Well, they're going to, but for different reasons. I saw hey, this uh, tweet where someone had no context for the game, but they were watching, a, a, like, a montage of someone going around killing people in the game, and they're like, this person would canonically be the most powerful wizard that's ever lived in the fucking game. And I'm just like, yeah, welcome to video games, <laughs> where yeah, right? you are always the most powerful person. Dude, I got uh, pro tag armor, all right? Uh, so, games I've been playing, um, I actually... Just started up last night, uh, Castlevania Order of Ecclesius, um, one of Whoa. the DS titles that I've completely missed out on. Um, first female protagonist of Castlevania game. It's cool shit. Um, I'm playing on the 3DS, so it looks a little bit better. Um, but I'm playing through that. I don't got much to report on that, though. I just started it last hmm. night, and it's cool. Oh, and the main chick's hot. She's cool as shit. She's fucking yeah. badass. Like vampire me, lady? Yeah. Dude. Dude. I remember when Blood Rain came out. Around oh the, it's God. around the same time that I played Dead or Alive 3 Ultimate and shit like that. And that was my little boy sexual awakening. Yeah, those I was two saying, games. Two of the most horniest like, games ever. <laughs> I can't believe I have these. Like, I'm allowed to have this in my room? It's not illegal. Um, aside from that, though, uh, I'm playing Dante's Inferno. Uh, we're revisiting it for uh, an episode coming up. Awesome. Great game. One of the best fucking god of war uh clones out there especially yeah. well, at the time especially uh awesome game very straightforward and i i'm in a huge phase right now of like i just want some like one and done games like i oh, want to be too, able man. to sit down that's a dream play, right like i just want to here's the weekend here's the game i'm gonna play through it like i Someone's like, oh, dude, get Red Dead Redemption 2. And I was like, dude, it's been on my backlog for years. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then I, I I end up picking it up, and they're like, oh, dude, you're going to sink, like, weeks into this game. I'm like, hold on now. Hold on now. I got a weekend at best, and then I got to move on to the next fucking game. I didn't know that this game just never fucking ends. Well, it, it ends, but, I mean, if you're loving the cowboy yeah. life, it ain't ending. It's yeah. so hard too because you it's like it's one of those games where it's so good that even though it's taking forever you're like I if I you'll feel bad when it's over. I, I had a similar experience with Persona 5 where I was every week I was per, like just bitching about it. I'm like 110 hours, 120 hours, 130 hours. I'm finally done and when I was walking around at the end saying goodbye to everyone, I was crying like in real <laughs> life like I was like I don't want to leave. I want the game to keep going. What happened? You know, I we could steal more hearts. Yeah, yeah. Let's just let's figure something out. Uh, and then the last game that I'm playing, uh, it's actually a, a Ninja Turtles game, um, which is great because when I, I believe it was Philip, Nave. who Nave, one of you guys hit me up on Twitter. It was you then. Yeah. Was yeah. Nave. All right. You guys got to like, you know, reveal yourselves, cowards. I have no <laughs> idea who who's who. I sign my messages. Yeah. Philip signs his messages because 99% of anything on Twitter is me. So Philip signs. Perfect. When we were talking about uh, when we were talking about which game to, to play, and we picked Settled on Ninja Turtles. It was like, this is like the fourth Ninja Turtles content I've been doing for a podcast in like the last week. Uh, I just reviewed the uh, TMNT animated movie for a oh. buddy of mine's. I'm playing uh, Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan. Phenomenal, phenomenal game. I want to say it's not Crystal Dynamics. Um, Platinum Games. Oh, nice. It's Almost on par with uh, Transformers Devastation, but like 
it's a Ninja Turtles game. It's all physical release. Like if they don't make it, I'm pretty sure they pulled. Yeah, they pulled that off digital stores. That's what it was. Um, yeah, dude, Platinum pulled a bunch of shit off. Uh, but it's a fucking great game. But it's one of those games where, like, after a while, you start realizing that, like, you see the same thing over and over and over again. It's kind of disappointing now. Um, yeah. Like, we decided to do it for an episode. And I was like, oh, you know what? Fuck yeah, let's let's replay it. And I'm like, we're, like, four or five missions in. And I'm like, I fucking kind of hate this game. Yeah. Holy shit. We've been running through a sewer for how fucking long? You sure we're not <laughs> back There's a lot of sewers. In a... <laughs> that reminds me of Dragon Age 2 because that game literally every single time you go on a mission or like a side quest, it's the exact same place you go into. It's yeah. like, oh my god. And it's it's a lot of the same, like, but the fighting is cool. It's got that that uh platinum game dynamic of like very hack and slash, but like it's co-op, so it's cool as shit. So like you're like bouncing enemies off of each other. Uh the boss fights are <laughs> awesome. Uh, and the, the actual graphics and design for it, I played on the Series X, and um, it looks incredible. But no amount of, like, incredible graphics can change the fact that I just got done running through the sewer for a fucking hour. Yeah. I was just thinking about, because you were like, it's it's co-op, and I was like, of course it's co-op. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then I thought about it, like... A single-player Ninja Turtles game where you pressed, like, you had dedicated buttons to switch between the turtles in, in like, real time and just continue combos and stuff. Like, it's fucking Tekken. Like, that sounds really cool, actually. Oh. Yeah, like, that would be really cool. Ninja Turtles for the GameCube. They had a three-game um, run. It was, like, a Mutant Nexus. Uh, I forget what the third one was called. But it was from the Fox uh fox kids uh series from the early 2000s about 2003 yeah. to 2006 they had their own game line those games check them out they're fucking mwah, fire if you're ever gonna re-release a ninja turtles game number one on the list they're co-op um actually one of them i have a fun fact for the uh episode we're doing today one of them uh the last one that came out it was mutant nightmare that one has a special mode where if you beat the game you unlock turtles in time but you're playing through it in the over the head mm. way that this game plays and that's it's cool fucking, oh it's so goddamn cool i miss those days when you got a lot of cool content like Just in the in. game i miss yeah. unlocking shit like i'm so tired of buying a game that's all complete fuck that i, I want to work for it and then be mad because i worked for it <laughs> <laughs> I want to be burnt out after 80, 80 hours of trying to unlock a goddamn gun in Resident Evil 4 and then decide I don't want to play it anymore. But that's a lie. I'll always play Resident Evil 4. It's like I want to I want to be pissed off that I went to the crypt in Mortal Kombat Deception with 20,000 gold coins that I spent fucking th three hours grinding and I got a stupid concept art. <laughs> like, great. Dude, thought it was going to be like a fatality or something. Awesome. Dude, the crypt itself could be its own goddamn video game. That shit is so terrifying. Dude, have you seen the... There are video games that are coming out that are literally just, like, Resident Evil 4's inventory system. And that's it. And you just... And you yes, just I have. The, dude. I've seen that. <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm with it. I'm, RE4, favorite Resident Evil game. Um, the inventory system to that has to be precise at all times. Like, at all times. I'll leave that free rocket launcher there. Fuck that thing. If it does, if it <laughs> fucks up my aesthetic yeah, of dude. the run that I'm going with, bye-bye. Which, by the way, so we talked about this with Aaron. It's either the last episode or the one before, the Resident Evil 5 one. 
I think. And he brought up a game, but it and I thought I knew what he was talking about, but it wasn't. The game I'm talking about is called Save Room, which everyone needs to go and Google. Just Google uh, images Save Room game, and you look at it for a millisecond. There's even green herbs and yellow herbs and red herbs and shit in there. It is literally the only thing you do in that game is organize. It's like unpacking, Philip, but oh, with packing yeah. people. Yeah, you just got to get everything to fit in the grid. That's it's so it's right. so funny. So save room the game, not save room from you know Grammy award winning artist John Legend, right? Yeah, just yeah, so yeah. we're clear, <laughs> they might be one in the same. I'm gonna play this while while listening to that. So yeah, you probably could. It probably it's wouldn't a, even be a big it's deal. It's got a ten out of ten on Steam. People love it. <laughs> Dude, I, it's got like a four four and a half star on on Xbox. I bought it unironically. I was like, maybe I might like oh. this. Because oh. there is a good feeling when you're in RE4 and you organize, you put all the pistol ammo right there, and then you fit the fish in there because everyone's got to have a fish in their inventory. It feels good. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm downloading this tonight. All right. Any other titles, Red Fox? Uh, no, just those three. Uh, only other noteworthy thing that I'm playing right now is uh, the Dead Space remake. Um, which, what do you uh, mean? No, like, hell yeah, that game is amazing. <laughs> okay, perfect. Fuck yeah, I'm playing the, the Dead Space remake, which is great because uh, I did an episode with the communist known as Keith, <laughs> and we reviewed the original Dead Space game together. And it was, we had such a good time. We kept talking about like comparing it to what we want in the remake, and I'm getting everything that we ever asked for. And yeah. I'm trying to slowly convince him to get the game. Me with Keith, Philip. By the game. By the game, <laughs> dude. Maybe. It's it's so fucking good though. Um, however, I will say we were correct on our our one assumption that like playing through Dead Space and then playing through the remake, it is almost so like point for shot for shot that like I'm losing the scares a bit. Yeah. Because I'm so I'm used to it at this point. Like there are a few scares because there because the Dead Space remake. Um, in case any this is for anyone's first episode, um, that game has a lot a lot of like new mechanics. Like the the zero G from Dead Space two and three is in this. If you remember yes. in the first Dead Space, you had magnet boots and you just jumped from wall surface to surface. In this game, all of those puzzles and all of those boss fights, which is most of the boss fights, that they they take place in zero G now. So it completely kind of it makes everything cattywampus a little bit. But also there are moments where you have to flip fuses. Instead, there are absolutely no power nodes, power node doors anymore. They took that completely out in service of having these doors that you use fuses on. And usually you'll have to either take out the air so that you have uh, you have to live on oxygen or you turn off the lights or you disable a door so you can't escape when a fight happens. It's like you have to always prioritize something in order to get new like get to new areas and there are a few fi- scares that do center around that and i'm not normally scared in video games like there's this one time where i turned off the lights and i was like man it is pitch black i can't even see what's in front of me and as soon as i said that i aimed my gun forward which is your flashlight as well and there was a guy right there crawling at me and i was like, like <laughs> because i was also yeah. playing on hard so i don't want to <laughs> I could have easily been uh, just taken out right then. But Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that now because I have so many power nodes to spend. I have been fucking stocking these up. Oh, yeah. I I did not know that there was no fucking power node doors. Fuck me. I got so many of them bad boys just sitting there waiting. Time for I kept thinking maybe I'm missing them. Like, I got to backtrack here anyway. Yeah, I got to backtrack anyway. I'll find them sooner or later. I didn't know that there wasn't any shit. All right. 
I'm about to turn the fucking. I'm about to put a switch on the goddamn plasma cutter. <laughs> you're about. The next time you show up, the the enemy's gonna show up and be like, "Oh wait, we know this guy," and you're like, "No, you don't." And you fucking have these super powered. Wrong weapons. guy, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for what I've been playing this week, I played a little bit of Hoggers, but I was able. I had to cut it short because I had to focus on Final Fantasy 13-3. Have you played any of the Final Fantasies, Red Fox? Uh, I. Played the original ones. I fell off. I think the last newest one that I played was um, well, not new, but uh, new port to the U.S. was uh, Type Zero. Which, by the way, Type Zero is a fucking banger of a game. Don't let the haters tell you otherwise. Um, but no, I haven't played Thirteen. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Thirteen is the one with Noctis, or is that fifteen? No, that's fifteen. That's uh, this is the okay. one with Lightning. Oh, oh, wait, oh, yes, I played those ones. Excuse me. Oh, yes, you did. I played those. Ones. Oh yeah, lightning, okay. lightning return, dude. Lightning's a shit. I know, and right? No, he's okay. such a dickhead. So, Nave, I've gone, I've gone back because oh like, my goodness, thirteen two made it on my list last or this year, last year for biggest disappointment in my gaming. Like all the years <laughs> playing thirteen two, like this game is terrible. It really yeah, let me down. It's, of and course, then, it's disappointing. There's not enough fucking Saz. Oh, dude, there wasn't. And then I played this one, and I'm. It leaves uh, in two days on the 28th. And so I didn't notice until like a day ago. So, <laughs> dude, I've been telling you, dude. <laughs> I know, but I got it. I'm like, okay, how, how long am I in the game? Because I've been really not wanting to play it because the intro just seems terrible. And I look and I'm like three hours into the game. And I'm like, how long to beat? How long this game? 33 hours. Anyways, it has been two Almost days. Done. And in, par- in parentheses, at- it says, if you're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky. I'm at 33 <laughs> hours and I'm right outside the final boss door. I'm about to fi- finish this game and it is fantastic. There there's parts in it where I was like, especially when Zaz shows up, like, it's just like when Zaz came up on the screen, Yay. I did not know he was coming into the game. Spoilers for final fantasy 13, three, no one else is ever going to play it. But whenever the, he shows up, I literally like cheered. I was like, it's Zaz, he's in the game. And he like, Nave, you play, did you play 13, three? I played, I, I must not have played that much. Because okay, I don't even remember like, how the game plays. Dude, he's like 28 hours in. He's like deep Oof. into the game near the end. He's like living in a shack by himself. And he has such a sad story where the whole God. game is, by the way, the whole game is a Majora's Mask situation where you have three days to save the world. Only this time you have 13 days to save the world. Final oh, Fantasy, 13 days. I know. 13 days by <laughs> my sleep, Crystal, Crystal Nightmares. and Divided yeah, by zero. I hated it at the beginning. Like my my first couple days in the game, like this game is dookie. It's bad. Everything sucks. Then I got into it. And all of a sudden the mood and atmosphere in this game, the game is janky. Combat's a little iffy. And the level of system is very strange where you don't level up by killing monsters. You level up by helping people and completing missions because everyone knows (laughs) the end of the world is coming. And so they're like, you know, uh, by the way, the whole premise is basically like time is broken and nobody has aged for the last 500 years. And so there's guys where he's like, oh, like I started a restaurant 200 years ago with my my son, but then we got an argument over the recipe and I haven't talked to him since. And then you have to like reunite the father and son so they can get the family business back together because the store is about to go out of business and they, Wait, and they give you. But, what if they, so what did they finish your story? I don't know. I, I love it. I love the atmosphere. I love the setting. Like, I, because I really expected to hate it after playing two, but coming in three and lightning where she's just super stone-faced Master Chief, I need a weapon for <laughs> everybody she meets. She's having Silent Hill moments of encountering somebody, and then somebody will say something to her. She'll stop for a second. She's like, 
maybe I can't save everyone if they don't want to be saved. And then she like goes, hmm. And then she goes on. I'm like, holy crap, is Lightning <laughs> like having character development and learning things? Big, big hmm emoji yeah, big with the hair. hand on the thing. And so, so wait, so Final Fantasy <laughs> 13, you know, 13-2, they doubled down. And then 13-3, they finally were like, okay, fine. We'll, Make a good we'll, game. Be, we'll be Lost Odyssey. Dude, it's... Yeah, they did, they did Lost Odyssey. Is that not it? Because everyone it? used oh, to God. say Fi- Lost Odyssey was the true Final Fantasy thirteen. So Final Fantasy ter- ter- Lightning Returns is them returning yeah. to form. Everybody's 500 years old. Uh, Lightning was asleep in Crystal and wakes up at this point, you know, 13 days before the end of the world and is sent by God to try to help as many people as possible, which... What, here's a here's a really fucked up thing. The whole premise is God is actually doing a big setup where he is going to destroy the world and make a new world. Cool. But he wants all the non-believers that aren't following him to not make the jump. That's the whole that's the he God is the big bad God's of the trolling game. us? Like no troll, like straight um and they call him God in like he has a name, it's like Bodhisattva or something like that. But, <laughs> no, they shouldn't name him Cloud Daddy. But they literally just call him God. That's how they refer to him all the time. And I'm like, Damn, Cloud man. Daddy, just old Final Fantasy VII Cloud. Oh, oh. Yeah, and it's Dude. just Cloud. It's just Cloud. It's his Final Fantasy VII sprite. Just that in the clouds. Dude, Philip fucking is the one that pointed it out to me. I'm Final Fantasy Big Boy over here. And Philip was like, wait, are all the main characters named after like sailing stuff? And I was like, wait, Cloud. No, it was like Lightning, Squ- Squall. Yeah. Auron. <laughs> But then we is hit Aura we have a thing? I don't know. I'm assuming so. Well, it's on main character, I so guess. That's like, playing, that's like playing Scrabble and putting something down. Be like, I, that's a word, probably. You, just probably. Throw, <laughs> you throw it down, you look straight. Yeah. <laughs> Take your turn. You gonna go? Yeah, Kentucky yeah. Fish. <laughs> you challenged me on it. I dare you. I have no idea what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in love with 13 and the whole time is like Jana just wants to play hoggers and I want to play hoggers and I want to play atomic heart, but I'm over here playing final fantasy lightning returns instead. Yeah. And, and Jana like, just sees you upset and she comes back with like dinner and you're just like, like sobbing on your knees. <laughs> no. Oh my God. There was a moment where what's Zaz and his kid that happens again. They, they do a callback where he gets reunited with his kid again. And I'm just like, damn. And Jana's like, don't cry Philip. And I'm like, I'm not. You know? this time even though like zaz is physically crying on screen as he like holds his son dude zaz like, is the oh his son is in it dude i maybe have to play this game i'm pretty sure on it but it's like the the way every which is so the way you described when you saw zaz 28 hours in that's me every 20 minutes and you could like a dragon engine yeah and yeah. i'm going oh there he is it's the guy from it's the guy from, from six whenever he fight the guy and then they had a brotherly body there he is and he's here and then he dies. But, but I'm like, no. But it's only Zaz. Because it, like every other character is like, eh, whatever. But the other thing is like, at the end, they are recapping it. And they are like making bridges and connections from the first game through the second game. Like they are like tying everything together. Things that yeah. looked like they didn't connect at all. They're like, hey, you remember that dimensional chicken lady that was uh, like helping you all the way through the second game? And I'm like, yeah, that never made any sense. Well, hey. uh that was actually the chicken that was in Zaz's hair the whole time. What? The chicken is a character? It is a character. No, and you this is reunite bull- the chicken lady with Zaz. I refuse. This is fucking bullshit. This is just them wreck. They had a big old list at the end of Final Fantasy 13 2 that people were complaining about. And they're like, we're going to tie all of this oh, together. We're going to retcon everything so that it. Like, isn't that the Kingdom Hearts thing? Isn't that why Kingdom Hearts is so insane? Is because. <laughs> just that's what they, they did. Yeah. Oh, oh well, you know what the turning port was? 
like this when you get to the second the second city there was a point where you know lightning's been super mass chief serious this whole way and we have to get fireworks to basically commit a terrorist attack and you have to go up to one of the the, Cho- the chocobo ladies and you have to say the magic words and she'll give you some fireworks and the magic words is meow Balls meow choke chow no <laughs> and to hear meow, lightning choke-a-chow. say meow meow choke chow because you do this multiple times. It gets funnier every time. Because the first time you're like, okay, whatever. And she's like, I can't believe I had to say that, you know, because she's super stoic. But by like the fifth time, she just runs up. She's like, meow, meow, choke a chow. Give me the fireworks. Like, it just gets more <laughs> aggressive as she does it. I, I love it. I'm going to finish it. Uh, besides that, Backlog Buster. I only finished one game this week. Besides Turtles in Time, which I'm not sure if I'm going to count that this, at this point. Since it was so short and it's an arcade game, but Bayonetta three, this game was awesome. Red Fox, you play this one? No, I stopped at Bayonetta two. Uh, I wanted to do three. I'm just kind of waiting for a sale for that one. Love oh, man, the Bayonetta I games. I don't want to spoil it then, but man, there's like the ending is just like insane in the membrane. It is so crazy. Like, I'm not to spoil it too much, but basically, you know what they did with the uh, the Spider Man movie? Not into the Spider Verse, but um. The Spider-Man movie where there was three Spider-Mans. Oh yeah, uh, Far From Home. Yeah, well they do that in Bayonetta three. It's the same thing. So there's three Bayonettas. Weren't you talking about? You're like, this is not my bay. Hashtag not my Bayonetta. Yes, the whole time. It turns out it was not my Bayonetta. <laughs> as as you were playing it, because like in the last ep- episode, I was talking about like, oh, you know, there's like China China Bayonetta where she's a choo-choo train instead of uh, like a hair witch. And then I there's... thought you were being sarcastic. I thought you were being maximum sarcasm oh, when you said then that. There's like cyberpunk Bayonetta where she uses like chainsaw yo-yos. And oh, I'm so like, this, this is like set up. Yeah, like, only I didn't know it was <laughs> mild spoilers there. The Bayonetta you were playing in three is not the same Bayonetta for two. They are different Bayonettas in different universes. One? No, it is not. The Bayonetta from Bayonetta 1 is a different universe than Bayonetta 2. That's not 2. my Bay? Not your Bayonetta. Not my Bay. No. Hashtag not my Bay, yeah. There's Dude. a divergence at some point because like you're fighting like the final boss and you're about to lose. And I'm like, oh no, you're about to lose. And then Bayonetta 1 shows up and I'm like, oh, no. No way, <laughs> my Bayonetta's here because I never played 2. But for the C Bayonetta 1 show up, I'm like, oh, two's holy awesome. crap. It's on. And then they they do the whole passing of the torch thing, and it's great. I definitely recommend Bayonetta 3. Now, final section. Oh, that's 28 out of 100. I'm going to get through my 100 games eventually. Nave, what did you buy? I bought Rust. Been playing Rust. Boo, that game came out 10 years ago, and it never was that good. That game rusty as shit now. Yeah. It, was, it was so nice and peaceful until I got raided last time I played, and it was very painful. So what happened was we got raided, and we have this thing called an airlock where you have two interlock like next to each other doors. Those yeah, that's yeah. your front door. The reason why is because when they blow up the front first door, they have to blow up a second door, right? That just makes okay. them have to expend more resources. It makes people not want to fight you too much. Now we when the set first door blew up, we thought they left. So we went out, we put a door down, and then the person came out, killed the person who had the lock. I shut the door so that our base was safe. But the per the guy Picked up the lock out of that person's pocket. Oh, no. Now, here's the thing. When you're in someone else's territory, you can't build things or place things, but you can put things on other things. So he put that door, he put that lock on our front door and oh, then locked yeah. us into our own house. Oh, no. <laughs> so we were trapped in our own house. Luckily, 
we had enough C4 to blow up the front door so that we could make another front door and another lock. But we didn't want that to happen again. So this, this like, it was supposed to be like a two-hour rust session turned into an eight-hour fucking conquest. It was like three... Yeah, it was the whole entire... Tower. It was the entire, like lord of the rings trilogy of us just trapped in the house trying to scheme our way out of it and the only thing i could think of is people that play rust are fucking psychotic because i am like i am like this guy is dedicated it's one guy we can't kill him because he always has to jump on us because he always will see us first when we open the door right so we tried putting a shotgun trap in the fucking doorway didn't work. We tried, uh, do we tried so many things. We built a third airlock door to trick him into the second airlock and then oh, trap no. him in there. Didn't work. So he would he was too smart for it. Oh man, I I was like, this is this is madness. I just want to chop my trees down. I was chopping a hundred trees down. I was deforesting the whole, but disrespecting my surroundings. All right, so I bought rust. I bought uh, outward, which you might remember from like. Five months ago that I bought this game already. This is the definitive edition, which oh, no. is actually made for the Series X and S. Okay. And so apparently the original one was never optimized, so it's shitty. And I and it, it also has two expansions, which I never bought. This one has the two expansions. And the expansions were on sale as well. But if I bought the expansions, it'd only be $1 less than the definitive edition. So I was like, I'm losing money. So I bought the new one. I think that's co-op. It is co-op. I was saying that before we can play it, but or I mean, we got so much on our play right now. We also, I also bought Pathfinder, Kingmaker, and King's Bounty too. I think it's just a big old Dungeons and Dragons inspired Western RPG sale going on right now that will be over by the time people hear this. But I bought those, and then I bought a mobile tower defense game called Kingdom Rush that released on Xbox with achievements, so you know your boy had to fucking do it. And so I've been listening to Asmund Gold and Moist Critical just talk about random shit and playing that tower defense game. I already beat it, Philip. It's on my back. Oh, yeah, I beat it in one sitting. <laughs> so I'm now I'm going on New Game Plus on hard okay. mode, getting three stars on everything like it's Angry Birds. So at this point, we have a Patreon section, and we are still on our goal to get Nava Switch. We just need a total of seven patrons or 25 iTunes reviews. But spoilers, I think Nave already bought a Switch. Yeah, update. Uh, I bought the Switch anyways, you preemptively. Jerk. Yeah, I was like, for sure we're going to get 28. Capitalism wins again. It got me. Well, I so I get when I get anxious, I got to go buy something. So Same. I went and bought myself a Switch. I got myself uh, the purple and orange uh, Joy-Cons. I got myself a little Pikachu controller. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, I went, I went ham. And then I forgot to buy a memory card, so fuck me. And then oh, I no. also forgot to buy games, so I had to go leave again and go to GameStop. And uh, I'm sorry to hear no that. No one, no one is in GameStop. <laughs> it's dead. Also, GameStop is 80 percent like clothes and action figures now. Did you know that? Yes, yes, it's I do. Really sad. Yes, I do. I used to. Uh, I know uh, Nate mentioned earlier. I also used to work GameStop. I was a manager for two different stores at the same time. Oh. Uh, right in between the uh, PS4's release, uh, up to like two or three years after that. Um, I. I was def. I was a a kid. I was fifteen whenever I first started working at GameStop, and um, it was around the time that Bioshock Two. So it was like mid three sixty generation, and okay. it was so weird because I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna get to talk about video games and stuff all the time." And no. my manager that worked there was like, "No, you're gonna lie to old people. That is your job is to lie to old people <laughs> as much oh, as you can." I can tell you guys something fun. Um, I have 
little bit of time left on my NDA before I can talk about my whole fucking thing with GameStop. I was at war with GameStop for years, and I had to sign an NDA because of it. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I'll be back whenever it expires. Oh, my God. Listen, I've been writing that episode for years. I'm like, I'm going to tell my whole story. <laughs> it makes sense. I mean, it was cool that they let me check out like new games that weren't released yet but it was also like this is kind of scummy because this game is used now but we're just putting a sticker so if you ever got a new with this doesn't apply because no one goes to game stuff anymore but if you ever got a game case that was supposed to be new and it just had a little sticker over the top instead of being yeah it's so it's like yeah that was a display model so don't worry no one played it we played that Played the fuck out of it. Played the fuck out of it. Now the alternative is if it if we bring it back like scratch a little scratch like it's obviously scratched a little bit then uh you know we had to pay for it but yeah I used to love that shit because I would uh I would rent so I was a manager I used to like bring out games and you had like the forty eight hour window so like I used to just pick games that were forty eight hours long but really what I was doing was I was getting stoned and playing Zoo Tycoon uh, for the (laughs) Xbox like I was just taking that out I'm like well this is gonna be fun. All right, boys, let's do it again. There's this fucking awesome YouTube channel called Doug Doug, and he he recently just did one where every, he had a giant wheel, and he was playing a Zoo Tycoon clone, and every every five minutes, he had a debuff, and he had to spin the wheel for a debuff. So one would be like, pay every janitor the max amount, or another one would be like, put two of your exhibits on the opposite end of the map. So he had to build one really long path right. to the end of the map and put the gorillas over there. Or one would be like, it would be like, uh, make 20 porta potties. And he's like, these things cost a thousand dollars each. He's like, it's so funny. Dude, playing Zoo Tycoon on the, uh, on the computer, when I set up my new podcast station, one of the first games I uh, downloaded on my gaming PC, and I was like, you know what? I feel like my lions are doing good. They're bringing me in money. Let's feed them a fucking human. Like, <laughs> like that. That's how I would do. It. Like, they're doing good. Fuck Park Rank. Let's go ahead and feed them a couple people. Oh, oh, we, oh, yeah. The two games that I bought for the Switch when I went to GameStop were Pokemon Violet and Good Choice. I bought Fire Emblem Engage, and because oh, it's the one when I looked at it, I was like, I think I recognize one of these people, which I'm pretty sure it's Marth from smash brothers that's where i recognize them from but it's like i thought i was like this is probably the first one right and then when i posted the picture on our on our socials everyone was like why did you get engaged and not three kingdoms and i'm like uh, oh fuck i'm an i'm a dumb dumb idiot idiot dummy that doesn't know anything i'm sorry or is it three houses three houses three houses i don't know what it's fucking three houses is apparently the the, the best one yeah first Slither, one, no, that's Slither, a fucking Griffin, lie that's Slither, a goddamn Griffin, lie ravenclaw that's the three houses no the, the, everybody loves three houses I'm listen the it. best the best fire emblem game is the fire emblem self-titled for the gba that's the best fire oh, emblem game i think that's i played the, that one. Oh my it's it's coming to the fucking switch online i cannot wait it's i'm it's, gonna oh, it's chef's kiss I really want to get the Switch online to play Super Mario, uh, Super, Super, uh, God damn it, Aaron, Aaron and Tommy's Super Pod Saga, but it's a Super Mario, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Saga. You can do this. I'm like, what the fuck? Because I'm always saying their podcast name, so that's what it is now in my head. But I love that fucking game, like with Doctor E. Gad selling the coffee beans and stuff. God, man, so good. Dude, you guys got me all on this whole Mario and Luigi fucking hype from that episode. I'm like, you guys talking about Dream Team and uh, Bowser's fucking story, Inside Story, yeah. And I was like, dude, the whole time I'm like, oh my god, they're all in my Macari cart right now, just waiting to buy. Just fucking do it. 
they are really good fucking jrpgs they really are and they're so cute and charming dude i just found my 3ds like because like like i mentioned yeah air i moved and like i found my uh my 3ds and also i'm like i need to go back and like play some absolute banger that's fun fact actually how i met aaron and tommy (laughs) i I asked him i was like yeah motherfuckers uh 3ds titles which (laughs) one of you guys fuck with it and aaron's like boy do i have a list for you and just started sending me all these games i'm like bye 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 aaron do be listening aaron owes me tax money all right i can't put this on a tax credit for the podcast there's this fucking tweet that I saw. I think it's the Impact Wrestling guys, which is like just below the AEW and stuff like that, or around yes, the same. I don't know. But um, uh, there's a guy who's flipping off the other guy, and the other and the second guy is in the corner with the Sega Dreamcast. Dreamcast, yes. And he pushes the open button, and so the thing slowly comes. The lid of the CD thing comes he, up. It's so funny, and then he hits him with the Dreamcast. I saw that. I saw that. Dude. I love that guy too, Moose. When he fucking hits them with it. I love yeah. when wrestlers bring out dumb shit like Legos. It's so funny because I'm like, I think wrestling's dumb. And then I'm playing Yakuza, which is just wrestling. <laughs> it's literally all it is. It's it, I, I need to get back into wrestling. I just re- There's a, uh, a, a podcast that it's like the mass debaters and they always are putting up polls. And just recently they've been doing like every single wrestler. And so every time Stone Cold comes up, I'm like, here we go, boys. We're going to vote for Stone Cold. And I just start oh fucking bullying people. I love Which wrestling. Which I'm, I'm aware that that was Randy Savage that I was emulating, but Stone Cold was very cool. I'm sorry. I'm Stone Cold drinking beers over here, so we're good. We got it. The you're spirit good. was there. Anyways, back to our Patreon goals. So our Props. Patreon goals still need to be met. We need those seven patrons and 19 reviews or whatever. And yeah, you guys, are now, you guys are now in debt. I'm the Tom Nook. So if you're listening, you're in debt to me. Oh, can I plug something here? Uh, Speaking of Tom Nook and all, uh, there is a, oh my God, fuck. What are they called? Hold on. It's a star bomb. It's, you guys ever hear a ninja sex party? YouTuber way back when. I think I have heard of that. Yeah. Uh, You, you would know them from other ones like John Tron and all them. Okay. From that's probably on. where I heard because I'm like, that is a silly name. And that, yeah, I, they did an album um, where it's all video game parody songs. And there's one about Tom Nook and all for uh, Animal Crossing about how Animal Crossing's not a place you want to fuck around. And it's, <laughs> it's so good. It immediately, you said that it clicked to me immediately from there. Uh, actually, inspired their second album inspired my uh, gaming podcast, Player Select. But they, their albums called Player Select. Nice, but definitely great video game music to uh, listen to while you're playing. All right, so thanks to our patrons: Insane Cracker, Nick and Knight, Hopple, Michael Superbacker, and the Intergalactic Pinecone. Thanks, boys. We couldn't do without you. And if you subscribe to our Patreon, you get early access to our Listening Together episode, which we are currently in development for our next one, which is Kingdom Hearts Two. We need to record that. I think maybe next weekend or something. God, it needs to, it needs to go fast. Yeah, we go fast. We're behind, but. It apparently has a pretty banging soundtrack from what I've listened to so far. And Red Fox, do you have a notable gaming soundtrack you'd recommend we take a look at? Absolutely. The Fallout New Vegas soundtrack. It's an absolute bop. Snap. So we're talking like so goddamn the license good. tracks or like the actual soundtrack? I mean, license track, actual soundtrack. Sound design for that game is incredible. Um, if you ever want to hear a ghoul just like, hey, honey, in your <laughs> ear, like it's everything. I fall asleep to that. Um, but the New Vegas soundtrack would be mine because it was either I said that or I was going to tell you guys like 
listen to One Winged Angel again and again and again, or the <laughs> Kingdom Hearts soundtrack because I've been fucking absolutely addicted to it. Someone just mentioned it on Twitter the other day, and I'm like, well, fuck, I know what I'm listening to all goddamn day now. I was listening to a lot of the Kingdom Hearts 2 soundtrack when we were playing the Hot Wheels game or when I was playing so the Hot good. Wheels game because I was just playing Hot Wheels and listening to uh, the Japanese version of Under the Sea. That is a part of the album. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that so covers our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> and then you hear Ursula come in too. And I'm like, God. <laughs> is it Japanese Ursula? Yeah, or is it's just Japanese regular Ursula? Ursula too. And I'm like, that's just the guy. It's just noticeably Ursula though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> noticeably Ursula. Nate, what's going on with the Twitter? Uh, oh my God. I was just scrolling Twitter. I it was supposed to be sitting on the tweet. And now so you we scroll too far. Yeah, I need to just go to my thing. So we put out a poll, which obviously the poll is going to be who is the best turt. But before we do that, I'm going to read some of the comments underneath. So we got Alejandro from Random Gamers Corner on his personal account this time, Philip. Whoa. At Ali Ort Ray. He says, The Simpsons. Oh, okay. So what I said was, What are your favorite arcade games? And then also, Did you enjoy this game? So he said, uh, The Simpsons on the arcade was a trippy game to play whenever my family and I visited the supermarket. I was about to say there are there are arcade games in the supermarket, but yeah, that's a dumb question. Anyway, he says, then it's classics like Captain Commando and Knights of Knights of the Round on Capcom Classic Volume Two. And then he said he got to go with the boy Donatello. I got yes. some more. Where's I my have man like, Franklin? Where's Franklin, Franklin the Turtle at? I was going to what I was going to do. I was I was going to have three of the turtles, and then I was going to have like Tony. Like just someone, just not a turtle. So then one turtle just not represented at all. But then I thought twice about that. Uh, some people are really serious about their turtles, which ab- I'm really absolutely. glad, Red Fox, that you have so much turtle knowledge because I don't know if me and Nave, we might be fake turtle fans as it comes out. I never claimed to be a turtle fan. No, you're a fake <laughs> turtle fan. I can tell. Okay, I gotcha. All right, what are the other tweets? Uh, reshoot movie podcast at reshoot movie po one. Says I did my part for Team Raphael, and then what, Chris from One Hour One Decision said all day, every day, and he posted a picture of Raphael as well. All right, so the poll: Who do you think won, Philip? Actually, more interestingly, who do you think got last place? Who do you two oh. think got last place? Donatello. Are you Philip? Donnie for last? Yeah, because people are fucking nerds and don't know how great Donatello is. Mm, I, I bet Mikey won, but then I bet like Leo got last. All right, so. It, we got 34 votes, most votes ever. Keep it coming, boys. Everyone's passionate about them turts. Yeah, the turtles. Who knew? In fourth place is my boy Michelangelo. Ooh. Which, by the so, okay, first of all, I put Michelangelo, Raphael, Donatello, Leonardo, which I know is not the normal order, like, order that people put them in. That is the order in which I remembered their names. <laughs> so just so, just so everyone knows, I had to Google Leonardo's name. I forgot that one. All right, so Michelangelo picking up last place. Raphael gets third. Leonardo gets second, which means Donatello did actually get first place with 35% of the votes. I mean, Donnie's my favorite. I love the stick. Stick gang. Is that stick gang? Stick gang. I mean, yeah, stick gang. Michelangelo pick up last. So Donatello's, you know, they're they're 50-50 now. They're in the middle with both of them because I'm always playing Michelangelo. All right, uh... I think that covers all our pregame stuff. Now that we're an hour and 10 minutes in, let's hit the meat. The music plays. Boom, 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 boom. Does anyone need a bathroom break or anything? Yes. 
Oh, right. On. Oh, yeah. You're 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 sipping you sipping back them beers. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm sending them. <laughs> All right, that's All right. great. Just me and you now, Nave. Did you get any of those Steam reviews? Oh no, mm. we. I didn't time. think about it. I didn't have time because um, I didn't want to have work on Friday. And usually it's like when I'm at work, I like put the final touches on the notes to try to put like you know the extra flourish on them. But I mean, we can do it right now. No, it's too late. As I try to do real quick. Cow. I don't even know how to spell cowabunga. Wait, what is this? I typed in cow and I got cowgirls. This is porn. <laughs> this is pornography. All right, All right, get me out of here before my friends show up behind me. Got another party going <laughs> on. Nate, hey, what are you doing? Dude, oh my God. I, it's, I'd just be like, I like this. This is what I like. <laughs> I just yeah. own it, man. I just into it. Yeah, it makes it less embarrassing, I guess. All right, and we're back. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, developed by Konami. And I didn't actually get a score, a store description on this one because we played it as part of the Cowabunga collection. And I couldn't find like a somebody selling in the arcade cabinet because we did play the arcade version. Released back in 1991 before me and Nate were even born. You don't know when I was born. Yeah, I do. <laughs> So I'm looking at Steve. I was like, I can find this. I was like, fuck yeah. you. I can find a description. And I then... know your birthday. This whole thing's fucked up. So histories or preconceptions. Um, mine's pretty simple. I'm pretty sure my uncle had one of these machines. It might have not been Turtles in Time, but he definitely had a Turtles arcade machine in his garage. And he just had like you know, a little coin slot swung open. So you just mash the button. And just like, was it? Uh, what was that stupid thing that it kept saying every time you would add a life? Nave on years or whatever. I told you to put it in the goddamn notes. I don't remember. Well, it was a let's, let's kick some shell. No, was... pizza time. I don't know what the hell it said. <laughs> it said something every single time you did it. But I remember like they didn't have any video games at their house or whatever when we were staying with them for like a, a week, but they had that turtle cabinet. And so I would just go into the garage and play Ninja Turtles by myself on the arcade cabinet. That's the saddest like thing I've heard nine. this week. Oh, wait till you hear my story. Oh, right, Nave, what's your history? Stabbed by a fucking turtle? Yeah, so my, with turtle yeah, arcades? my mother was actually killed by a turtle holding a knife. So oh, I get no. Villain origin story <laughs> comes. So, uh, so I moved around a lot, and whenever I moved it back with my mom, whenever I was pretty young, I was young enough to be in the Cub Scouts. So uh, when it, she put me in the Cub Scouts, just kind of like as daycare, I went to the Cub I didn't get a shit about anything about the Cub Scouts, right? But they, it, 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 all, it was always in a church that we did our meetings and in that church was a little tv on a tr on a dolly with a, uh, a super nintendo and that had a ninja turtles game in it and that's the only game that was ever in that fucking thing and i had no idea what the turtles were but i would just sit there and play that game by myself while all the other cub scouts were doing cub scout things i would just sit in the corner and play fucking oh, Dave. snes so sad meanwhile i just picture the adults they just like see you over there by yourself yeah like Hey, are we going to do something about uh, that Austin kid? His mom just dropped <laughs> him off and you just started playing. We, tr we try to include him in things, but he just wants to play that turtle game. Something about he's doing a speed run. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> These kids. He hasn't left there. His cardio's trash. Like, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> All right, Red Fox, I assume you have a much more detailed history or preconception of this game. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, being the oldest person here on this podcast, let me tell you youngsters a story. Tell us. Tell us about the war, Grandpa. All right. So the war is uh, there's a bar down in Center City in Philly called Barcade, and they had the fucking uh, Turtles in Time arcade cabinet there. And I used to get drunk as shit and just play that constantly. It's probably one of my finest memories, despite the fact that I've owned this game on the SNES 
uh, since I was a child. I still have my original copy of this fucking game. Still runs like a dream. Um, and this is one of my favorite fucking Ninja Turtle games ever. Um, but yeah, uh, this game's just fucking great. And honestly, my biggest, my best memory of it is being an adult and understanding how to like properly play beat 'em up games. So like, I'm at like this place called Barcade, which is essentially a bar lined with arcade cabinets. Yeah, and I'm like. All right, so who wants to just hop on? Because I'm going to carry the fucking team on my shell here, all right? And, like, I've beaten this game so many times. Uh, since we even mentioned about doing this, I have played it a good four times. I just played it earlier during work. Took me a brisk 45 minutes to play through this son of a bitch. Yeah. And, yeah, this game's just incredible. So all the memories just go into throwing fucking foot soldiers at the screen. Which, when I was a child, I don't know why, I thought it was the funniest thing on the planet. We used to try to pause the game. It is pretty game. funny. It's awesome. It's great. Like, trying to pause the, uh, trying to pause it right when they're, like, maximum screen for some reason as a child. Like, that was it. That was fucking, that was top humor right there. That was the well, DVD logo going into the corner. It was. It absolutely was. Like, no, no, you see right there by his elbow, you can still see some of the backdrop of the Technodrome. It doesn't count. I think that goes right into kind of like this is just a stereotypical beat em up arcade style, but this game has so much polish on it. It's just insane for the time. Like, I don't know if the version we played was uh, redone in any way. I don't think it was, not very much on the Cowabunga collection. It seemed pretty true to form because I know there was a, uh, I think there was like a visual remake at some point. There was. So, if I may, there is four technically four versions of the game. Um, so there for the Sega, this is essentially a uh, Hyperstone heist, uh, which is a lesser known Ninja Turtles uh, game. Pretty much the same elements, except when Hyperstone heist, you go in a ghost ship um, really showing my age here. Um, then you got the Eternals in time in arcade, which is different. It's only, I think it's about six levels and they actually sub out some of the things you fight like a sand monster. In one of the levels. Um, and then you have the reshelled version, which is oh, the one that they, yep, that's the one that they brought out on the uh, Xbox 360 arcade. Um, yeah. And it's also now part of some of the uh, cabinets. There's cabinets for that. Really? That's pretty cool. Yeah. To see it like uh, come back around. It's more in line with like the uh, Nickelodeon Ninja Turtles kind oh, of yeah. like they kind of got that look to them yeah and it's it, it's cool it's still great like it's very very polished too so and like it's got a lot more like motion to it but yeah there's a couple of them and then like i mentioned earlier uh in mutant nightmare for gamecube if you beat the game a certain way you unlock uh, another version of the fucking game this game's timeless pun intended yeah uh i know we've played a couple beat-em-ups at this point for the show uh, specifically, we played Streets of Rage 1 and 4, and we played other beat-em-ups, too, I think. I can't remember them. Uh, I mean, we played Turtle, we played Shredder's Revenge. Oh, yeah, one. Shredder's Revenge. Yeah. That was cool. Which, I think that won my, ga- my call-up game of the year, too. That one yeah, was a banger. So this one was is just it's stepping into the same shoes. They did not have to go that far. It was a good time. A very simple, I think it was only two buttons, majorly, like, jump and attack. Uh, and then stick for movement. 
and we just went out there and kicked some shell. What I really enjoyed also is is the, the crunchy voice voice lines that they were always throwing out, such as your classic pizza time, whenever you picked up a pizza and activated your special and started like spinning not a pizza, what was it? Was it pizza that gave you the special? Yeah. Or did it heal you? Yes. Uh pizza gave you the special and then there was a uh, red pizza box with a black top on on it that spun you around. Okay. And they'd be like, pizza time, which that's where we discussed what's the origin of the pizza time meme, because I thought it was Spider-Man, but it might be Ninja Turtles. A wise man once said, never pay full price for late pizza. Yeah, more uh, Ninja Turtles gold. Uh, some other things they always say is uh, cowabunga. And I just took a bath when they get covered in the goop. I just took a bath and then it happens again five Multiple seconds later. Times. Yeah, I the, just the took a bath. <laughs> one of my favorite lines, like from the dialogue, it's when you step on like any like spike. It's like my toe, my toe, my toe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which the animations are really good for that too. Like in on the ship, there's like boards that you'll step on and they'll flip up and like hit your turtles. Oh my Remember god. There's one point where Nave picked up the spinny thing and he was just going to town. I was like, just like, and then the second it wore off, he stepped on a board and it just popped up in the face. And I'm like, damn, that is like right out of the cartoon. Yeah, right out of Michelangelo's playbook. But also there is this hole and you'd like you would roll runner look down and go, ah, I'd fall into it. And then there's an animation for you climbing out of the hole. And I was like, holy shit. How is old is this game? Yeah. It's a fucking anime. Yeah. You don't just appear again. Like yeah, usually you'd like most flash games do. appear if it was like golden axe or something. Yeah. Or streets of rage. I'm pretty yeah. sure the streets of rage, like the newest one, you just appear out of the hole. True. I think so, we all appear out of the hole. Uh, the only characters are the turtles in this one. This isn't like uh was it a Shredder's Revenge. Shredder's Revenge where you have like a full cast of like all of them? Shredder, and April and Batman, just fucking Blade ripping Man. ass. And yeah. then, uh, uh, was it Freddy Krueger? Yeah, which for the record though, like on the Cowabunga collection, they have like the fighting games, like the Turtles Tournament Fighters and stuff. Oh my, it's yeah. the fucking best. That and game's so good. In. And instantly I picked April just so I could go to town and then clone April was my opponent. And I was like, oh, Legast? Yeah, it's like. Shang Tsung? <laughs> yeah. It was just a recolor, but still, I got my ass kicked. Anyways, let's talk about the levels. Uh, level one is the Big Apple 3 a.m., where we fight uh, Baxter the Fly, who announced he's going he's gonna to terminate the turtles, and he has a weird sticky handgun thing, and this guy's a real freak. He disgusts me. <laughs> turtle <laughs> mate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nothing really to say about this. It's just like classic turtles in the city. Yeah, I did like um, this is one of many times crying shows up in the level where oh, like fly by well he does the uh like the eye beams oh, yeah. going through oh yeah yeah and all and it shocks you which by the way i could you, you guys touch on it for a second there the animation for like environmental hazards in the game top notch for its time especially like like you guys are saying climbing up out of the uh out of the sewer when you fall down the my toe thing, getting fucking electrocuted and seeing the turtle yeah. skeleton skeleton. Like, yeah. you didn't have to go that hard, Konami. Didn't. You didn't have to do that. It could have just flicker and knock him back, but they actually put so much polish into this. Dude, they really did. Even getting blown up by shit. Or being held down by goddamn foot soldiers. Uh, let's see. Next one is another New York level. Uh, Alley Cat Blues. And this has the metalhead, which is like the mecha yep. turtle type thing. Rocket and Punch. Rocket Punch? No, he's just got the fucking long extendo arm. 
well like his quote whenever he comes on the screen too is i'm gonna mangle you green slime balls and I'm, it's like oh my god what did he say to the me? most metal shit i've ever heard yeah he's gonna mangle our slime balls. <laughs> yeah. uh not much to say about these levels per se but uh then we go to the sewer surfing level the this fucking one was best really one notable oh this no one- it's battle toads yeah, I was like, it's battle toads. And the next thing I know, xenomorphs, which are the pizza monsters, start jumping out of the water <laughs> and attacking us. And I'm like, oh my god, it's the xenomorphs too. Dude, so, uh, oh, this one, what's up? I was gonna say yeah, uh, this level that, is hard. Dude, like this would be a quarter cruncher if I ever encountered it. Listen, that is my favorite level of the fucking game. Uh, also, my favorite episode of the original uh, series from season two. So, uh, case of the killer pizza monsters. They were little meatballs from Dimension X that get like shredder fucking sneaks them into a pizza eating contest and they heat them up in the microwave and they come to life and ridley scott's so gonna sue the fuck out of someone over this um but they are so fucking cool i love them and i love this level the whole first like surfing through and all it's like a bonus level leading to the fucking rat king um which fun fact too uh they're actually the chunky cheese pizza monsters Oh, okay. That to is their, to clarify, that's their name. The Chunky Cheese Pizza Monsters. Which, See, what, which used to be Papa John's mascot, but they got rid <laughs> no. of it because they don't want their pizza to be associated with Chunky. Yeah, first of all, listen, if this is anyone's mascot, I'm buying that pizza. They have the, the, it looks the like a xenomorph. For the it just goes around killing the Noid, and what else did anyone, the Chucky Chesty <laughs> Cheese? Uh, I, I have not seen that much of the classic animated series or anything like that. Like I've seen a few episodes here and there specifically. I remember the one where it was like, maybe like Mikey or something like that, like puts on a human face mask and pretends to be human in yes. like a trench coat. Like that's such a weird episode because he has like a rubbery face. And I remember being really creepy as a child, but I loved it because that was like the only VHS tape I had that was turtles. And so I would just watch that episode over and over again. That original series, I'm a huge fan of it. I won't dive into it and all, but it had like the most pizza fucking pizza possible. Like Extra every pizza cheesy. on screen seemed like this is everything that I need in and out of life. Um, but the uh, Sewer Surfer one, interesting for it to be like a side scroller where the level itself is moving with you. Yeah. Um, I did like tell you being invaded. Is there a pizza monster? Yeah, Dude. Fuck? Hey, like there's not nuclear bombs coming our way. Is there? I think there's a uh, tornado. Yeah. I hear the sirens coming through. You can hear that. Dude. All my windows are open. The f- it's been fucking raining for how long? I don't even, my friends did left and didn't close my windows. Now my fucking bedroom's all wet. <laughs> oh no. Those jerks. That's what That's I'm worried dream. about. Let's make sure that. All right, so the final well, boss is, if I is die, basically I die. a bonus round where there's just like 12 different pizza monsters are just jumping out of the water repeatedly. And when me and Nate were playing this part, I'm like, Nate, I don't know how to even like, there's bubbles, but they're jumping so fast. Like I'm just getting destroyed. By the way, I don't know how many credits it takes you to clear this, but I think I use like 20 lives to get through this game at least. Yeah, I had to play it on an emulator because, um, well, the last time I played it, which was earlier at work, I just downloaded a quick emulator on my uh, my work laptop, downloaded Turtles in Time, started playing through it, and I was like, oh, fuck, that's right. Like, it's not my home PC where I can just have infinite, like, lives. Yeah. So I kept on having to restart the fucking game. Oh, God. Which, hey, you guys might lose me. The power is, like, out. going nuts, yeah. Okay. I don't know if you can see. I'm like, oh, it looks shit. like I am. Uh, it looks like I'm in a fucking rave. It's like I am being invaded. Through, 
through time. Yep. If I do vanish, just know that I love this game. I recommend it. All and right. also, I love you guys if I die. But also, it's nice that I died before Philip got to give me Crocs. <laughs> and, and we never reached that goal to get him a Switch. Philip, there's in my will is my password to my Xbox account. All right, thank you. I'll be sure to use it to play all your games that you never played. <laughs> in my memory. In, in my so, memory, complete my backlog. So after we make it through the sewer, we make it to a big computer screen that has Shredder's face on it. And I don't remember why or how exactly, but we go through the screen and when we travel in time, I just, just go with it. Was there a reason? Uh, yeah, just because we're morphing through time, which those animations were awesome. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, our first stop through time was prehistoric Turtlesaurus at 25 million BC, which I don't I don't know when... I don't know which Jurassic Triassic period that is, but this was a bunch of dinosaurs there. Apparently, rock people. Yeah, rock people, dinosaurs. Uh, the foot, the foot chumps have returned, and we had to fight them back in the time. They're like being carried by dinosaurs and riding on them like Yoshi. Uh, we fight Cement Man, who comes out, and he announces that Cement Man rules at the beginning of the fight. And this is where we get covered in cement repeatedly. And I just took a bath. Is said multiple times. By both oh, of us. Quick, what's up? Quick, I'm sorry. You guys said you played this on the Calabunga collection. Yeah, we played the so, arcade version on the Calabunga collection. Oh yeah, then that yeah, that's the arcade one. Because I was gonna say that's the guy I was mentioning before. Because during this in um, the one that I played, which was for the SNES, uh, it was um, Slash, the, the evil guitarist? Ninja Turtle. Well, it could be Slash from Guns and Roses too. I mean, I can see that he'd win though. Hands oh, down, like oh yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Like differences between the SNES version and the arcade version. Splinter would be singing "Sweet Child of Mine" if they went against Slash, but oh yeah, this kind of sucks because apparently in the arcade version we played, there's no Slash, Super Shredder, Shredder nope. in Machine or Rat King nope. or Bebop or Rocksteady. So Nate, we might have played the lesser version of this game. Uh, maybe because I expected that, like the arcade performance is usually better than the home version as yeah. far as like yeah. visuals and everything else. Well, so that's why. What? Yeah, so the, the arcade one had the four-player, which is why we played it. But the other one was only two-player, I think, right? Yes. Uh, that one's on the Kawabunga. Yeah. So we might have to do a revisit on this one and play the SNES version. Uh, you guys so, are 100% going to lose me. All right. Maybe we but can also, speed it up a little. Yeah, Molly is, like, really scared. Should be okay. Uh, next one is Skull and Crossbones in 1530 AD. And this is where Nave's like, oh, we're in Japan on a pirate ship or something like that because all the ships look like... Oh, no, Nave's flickering. Dude, it's, it's storming so bad. <laughs> God. Uh, this is where the boards can flip up and hit the turtles in the face. And we fight the boss, Toka and Razor. And this is where I ask Nave, Nave, what's the kaiju that's a turtle? The big turtle kaiju. And Nave's never like, been one. Never been one. No. And then I spent the rest of the boss fight trying to look up Gamera, which I I found him on, uh, what's it? Stupid uh, Godzillapedia or whatever, or Kaijupedia. And he has so many nicknames. And Gamera is the shit. Gamera, his nicknames, he's like, he's the invincible. He's super monster, giant monster, the guardian deity, guardian of the universe, the brave Gamera, the devil's envoy, the last hope, and friend of all children, Gamera. And I'm like, where do you get these nicknames? Who named you? Also, yeah, who, another, well, this is interesting for the episode, another variation on the SNES version I played the pirate ship level, you actually end up fighting uh, Bebop Rocksteady. That makes sense. That's a good place for him to be. 
I, yeah. I wish we played the other version at this point now because I'm big Bebop Rocksteady fan. All right, so next level, uh, Neon Knight Riders in 2020 AD. Yeah. This is like modern times. Current, like it's 2023 now, so just slightly in the past. Uh, you, the whole level is completely on a hoverboard, and we end up fighting Super Krang at the end, and we had to face the wrath of the Super Krang. Dude, uh, this which, guy, by the way, I fucking ass. love when what? game when games that are old are like they're in the future. In the future, 2020. I feel <laughs> cheated. Where the yeah. fuck is my hoverboard? Yeah, this thing is like oh, cars are illegal and everyone has a hoverboard. And we, we oh, that was the other mean, thing we were talking we about in hoverboards. Stupid, uh, hoverboards. In I know, back, I own one. Yeah, we were like, when does this game take place? 1991? When we were in the sewers, we also had hoverboards. So I guess it's just hoverboards in this universe, you know. And not to mention, we find so many Foot Clan on hoverboards. We, oh, what was it <laughs> all like? The hoverboards all, in Africa. Yeah, we have all the hoverboards <laughs> just like in the Africa. Dirt bikes. Yeah. yeah, there's so many hoverboards. Yeah, so we find Super Crank. He beat our ass, but we ended up beating him. Uh, not much to say on that one. Then we can get to the final level, which is Starbase, where no turtle has gone before. In well, wait, 2000. I'm sorry. If I can get something for. Yes, Super if I can Crane. interject from the SNES version. Yeah. So uh, there's two other levels in between those. Uh, in between those, one is bury my shell at wounded knee. Oh, I think I skipped that one. <laughs> yeah, that, that one too. fucking knee dying in the background, dude. Bury, <laughs> bury my shell, at wounded knee. You no, fall leatherhead the, at the I end. I just skipped it over in the notes for some reason. Yeah, you fight Leatherhead at the end, the uh, the crocodile, the cowboy yeah, crocodile. Yes. Uh, DLC for Red Dead Redemption 2, you're welcome. Um, Crikey. Yeah, cr- no, why are we, fight- why are we hunting a Yeti? He's not Australian. He can be. <laughs> he could be, Philip. That's well, the, the point. We argued over uh, whether he would be Australian or from Louisiana. Because, <laughs> oh, like, I was in Louisiana. I was in Louisiana. Trust me, he's from Louisiana then. I was in Louisiana, and there were no cowboy hats on those crocodiles. <laughs> Dude, I, fun fun fact: I was uh, actually in Louisiana during Katrina, and you would be surprised at the wildlife you've seen just running around. <laughs> they just I, I seen, up by the hurricane. Dude, I seen so many fucking crocodiles, alligators, whatever fuck it is that they had down there. Also, the military base I was on. As soon as I showed up, hey. Just uh, let you guys know, no big deal. Um, there's a tiger loose on the base. Don't worry, he's heavily sedated. True story. <laughs> okay. The tiger was getting crunk. What was he doing? Did he listen he, to Kendrick Lamar? He was a dude. He was a rescue, and my uh, my brother in law's a, a vet, a military vet. So like, as in veterinarian. Um, yeah. He of course. Was, dude, since we pulled up, he was like, he's like, hey, listen, no big deal or nothing. You know, just don't worry about it. But like, there's. There's a tiger loose somewhere on the base. Uh, she got out last night. She's heavily sedated. She'll be fine. Just, you know, if you see tracks, call it in. But, you know, you'll be all right. First thing me and my dad did, go look for the fucking tiger. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying, man. There's a tornado around. I want to see it. Yeah, I'm I trying to, to drive it out and find that thing. Yeah, yeah. right. If I'm going to die, I'm going to see the tiger first. <laughs> but, y'all, man, you heard Red Fox died during Katrina? Oh, the hurricane? No, tiger killed him. The tiger <laughs> named Katrina. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't remember what we were talking about. Oh, Starbase. <laughs> That's uh, this is the final like level level where this has like the most 
I don't know, like just crap to get in your way. There's like lasers in the ceiling, electric floor tiles, uh, tons of soldiers coming in. And Someone a bunch had, of mousers. Like, mousers? Ma- yeah, little uh, little mouse guys. Oh, mouse droids? I don't remember I, what a mouser is. I love that. Security so robots? Much. No, that's um fucking Roadkill Rodney. I don't ask why I know so much about this. Um, the mouse is the little, like, uh, big jaw, like, little mouse guys. They're cool as shit. I want to tattoo them across my throat, like a whole army of them. <laughs> like, dude, they're so badass. I love them so much. Honestly, I am getting a tattoo of a mouser. But aside from that, they're so fucking cool. Those and uh, Roadkill Rodney, which is the most annoying enemy in this game, because it grabs you with the whip and electrocutes you. Man, that's completely different than... Uh... In the arcade one, we fight Krang in the spaceship, which this is where he like shoots bubbles that will like trap you inside the bubble. We're like, oh, it's bubble bubble. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. You do that in the SNES too. Okay. And then it goes so, right into Shredder. Yeah, this then it goes straight into the techno drone with the final shell shock with Shredder. None other than. And Shredder is huge. We were talking about like Shredder Holy is like. Shit. He's a big man in this one. Like, I don't know in canon how tall the turtles are because this is once again back to how big Wesker is compared to Chris. But yeah. how big are is, is, you know, how big is turtles compared Dude, to me, Wesker? Me and Bill have just been fucking obsessing over this type of shit for the last like two months. Like, we're like, how, this guy's huge. How tall yeah. are we? Oh, we've been no, fighting like, people who are like, our oh, size, I'm right? The f- that guy, actually. <laughs> Whenever we're like, you know. <laughs> It's like the, the 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 Foot Clan is the same size as the turtles, right? Usually. So, so the Foot Clan the Foot Clan is just a bunch of tiny people. No, okay, wait. Mm, I, I got a thing though, because the Foot Clan in this game is mostly robots. Uh, robots. Uh, so here's the oh, thing. We were talking about that. Me and Philip were arguing if they were humans or robots. Robots. Because because I thought they were robots exploding, but Philip thought they were humans teleporting out. So, but then they, when we looked at it, it's like it looks like both. Like it they're, does. so they're they're robots. Um, a big part of that too has to go from the original uh, series, the original cartoon. They had to be robots for the same reason why the uh, turtles could never use their weapons on them. Yeah, like they couldn't show any violence. So like Michelangelo with nunchucks, but instead of like hitting someone, it's like oh no! Instead, I'm gonna throw my nunchucks at this light pole that's going to make it fall and they run away and it expanded into the game so robots so that way they could uh blow up and all but could you imagine though if like turtles in time meets nora from uh wild hearts or wild hearts um the game you were mentioning earlier uh the last of us 2 no that's a great um, game though the the horny ass 3d printer imagine oh that yeah atomic prints- hearts Atomic Hearts. There we go. I said Wild Hearts. Could you imagine though, fucking Nora from uh from Atomic Hearts printing out the uh fucking the foot soldier robots, just like well, the horniest robots. So junky. Yeah, oh my god, the horniest robots fighting the turtles. Uh, what was it? Uh, when we were playing, I think I lost it. I don't know. I'm getting tired. It's been it's a long night. So we fight Shredder, and this was a pretty long fight, but we end up defeating him, and we save New York. And we go back in time and rescue because the, the whole point of this was April was kidnapped or something like that by Shredder. That's the whole reason we went through all this and they were like drawing us out. It is so in mine. They stole the Statue of Liberty. Oh, no, that was it. It was the Statue of Liberty because we saved the Statue of Liberty. I'm like, Nate, was the Statue of Liberty taken or something? Dude, it's always the Statue of Liberty. What the hell's going on? Dude, it's funny you mentioned April, though, because like if you stand still long enough, April just like shows up. With like a little comic bubble that says fight holding a camera like it's world star hip hop, like 
It's fucking great. If you stand there, she just shows up. Oh, fight, in the arcade. Fight. Like, to stop you from wasting time, uh, Splinter runs across the screen. And he's like, go, go, go. And he just keeps going. And he gets bigger and bigger on the screen until eventually he's just covering the whole screen if you're not moving. I guess this is to make sure you're not just wasting time at the arcade cabinet if there's other players on to play. And then after he covers the whole screen, they just throw a bomb on you and just kill you. I love that. I've, I'm looking at a live weather report right now. That, I don't know if you guys can hear me. Click, 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 click. Because people are like messaging me. Yeah, my friends that left are messaging me like, hey, our parents are freaking out. Maybe you should be safe <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay and then i was like sure i'll go look at koco the where the thing is and there are three there's like a bunch of different like you know how they have the path they're like this is what it looks like where the tornado is probably going to show up there are three that literally like a venn diagram are co- coinciding with where i live like exactly the spot of oklahoma city where i live that's pretty mm. cool well you just played this game so you know what to happen if it sends you back in time wizard of oz yeah. showed us that that could happen Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to go back to the, the you know, prehistoric era and immediately die to a robot. Well, actually, uh, speaking of going back in time, if I can ask you guys, uh, where would you send the, uh, the turtles? If they remade the game, where would you like to level based out of? Oh, that's a good one. Mm. So feudal Japan. That's <laughs> where I have listed. Japan. I got that listed, too. And then they go to nor- the recent Japan and they're like, what? What is this? <laughs> they show up on the set of uh, Ninja Turtles 3 when they're in fucking Japan. I don't know. Maybe like uh, uh, I was listening to you talk about um, what was it like Street Fighter, like the movie or whatever in Thailand, maybe? Yeah. Turtles oh, in Thailand. I think it would have been cool to see them go back and like, well, I mean, you have it with the pirate ship and all, but like Norway, like ancient Norway, like oh, Viking Vikings era. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Put it in with Assassin's Creed Odyssey and make that game worth playing. Yeah. Or we could just do the classic um, Kingdom Hearts thing and just send them to Agrabah, send them under the sea, all the big ones, ancient Greece. You know what? I would love to see that. Turtles in the sea. Turtles in the sea. <laughs> just they're in, they're in fucking uh, Rapture from Bioshock. Dude, bring it out. Let's do it. I'm right. in a big we Bioshock. More, we need more right crossovers. Now, so. We do. We really fucking do. Turtles in Gotham, uh, Arkham Asylum. Dude, I posted a thing on Twitter about um, someone did a, a concept art of um, Bioshock meet Dead Space. Oh, Dead Space, yeah. Dude, I that saw was that. so fucking cool. I was like, this is everything cool. I wanted. And then someone mentioned about how like they did do a crossover and it was uh, PlayStation All-Stars. And I was like, put that <laughs> back where you found it. Because it was a gem and it needed so much more love than it got. You got to play as fucking Ratchet. And a big dad yeah. in the same game. It was an interesting like group of people too, because most of these Nintendo games that are in that I mean, most of the Nintendo characters in Smash, they all kind of have a similar aesthetic, like a Nintendo aesthetic. Whenever you throw a lot of modern characters together, what I've been fucking saying forever, especially when this if this Activision Blizzard deal goes through, we need an Xbox crossover fighter. Like, why? Yes. Like, come on. It's like the most, it would be like the most important game that they came out with. I think PlayStation All-Stars could make a fucking comeback. If they didn't do that stupid thing where it's like only your finisher could count as a, a KO, bring it back, smash clone it, multiverses the shit out of this thing. Yeah. It would fucking work. Bring, you got Nathan Drake, you got fucking Laura Croft, Ratchet, Kratos. Like, you got some heavy hitters here. They had fucking riding in the game. Parappa to Rappa. <laughs> yeah, Parappa the Rapper, man. 
Fuck you, you throw know, a commie in there too. Why not? Back when whenever we were playing this or whatever, I was also playing at Bayonetta and I was also goofing around with old uh what's it uh the chat open AI thing or whatever. And so I was like, hey, can you write a short crossover story with Bayonetta in the TMNT? And it, it works out pretty well. Uh they get they team up and Bayonetta helps save is they frozen? No, okay. No. I thought <laughs> but Bayonetta helps save New York from a shredder with the turtles. And I thought it was a very nice story. I won't recap it here, but gotta say that she uses her charisma to win the turtles over. I mean, she can win me over with anything. It doesn't matter. She can say hello, and I'm like, yes, my queen. All right. Uh, any more major discussion points on this game before we take a break and hear our final words? Uh, I have one last thing with the game. It is actually on record as being one of the shortest SNES games, clocking in at only 40 minutes playtime, uh, and that's with some deaths involved. Uh, again, on the SNES version, for it, it is still considered to this day um, one of the shortest SNES games, and also it is Konami's highest-selling arcade title. I don't doubt it. Also, with that being said as well, I want Konami to make a Castlevania beat em up game. So go ahead and do that for me, please. That'd be pretty cool. Especially if it was co-op and they just had all the different main characters in there. Oh my God. Fuck it. Yeah. Throw in Nathan Graves. All right. Uh, Nave, do you have any more meat points? No. I'm incredibly distracted. That's fine. You're, you're fighting for your life out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm really hard. Really trying real hard. <laughs> all right. Take a quick break. Boom, 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 boom. The music plays. All right, you guys need a bathroom break or anything? I will pee real quick. All right. Oh, yeah. It is so windy, dude. I mean, did I ever tell you about whenever I moved back from OKC because our apartment, the whole side got ripped off of it? What? Yeah, like the whole wall got like ripped off the outside siding and like our windows were just like leaking water just into our carpet and everything because the walls were all fucked up. Jesus. What like, part what? of what I was like, what part of OKC were you living in back then? I don't remember you which remember? part. Honestly. I remember there was a Bethesda church very close by, yeah, and I was like, hey, look, those guys like fucking Elder Scrolls. Know, it, was yeah. Which, it was so annoying because like a huge power line fell down, like blocking the road, so we couldn't even drive into our apartment. So we had to like drive all the way around to the back entrance to get in there. That sucked. Why does the world hate us so bad? We just want to live. We just want to oh. live and build. We were so scared, too, because, like, you know, we were like, oh, man, we need to get out of here because uh, I feel like this this tornado is going to kill us. And so we ended up just going to, like, a local school to take shelter there. We were worried because we had our cats back at the apartment. Like, man, if yeah. that tornado hits uh, our apartments, it's going to just our cats aren't going to make it. And, but we came back and only the siding was ripped off and the cats were still inside. But we were like, so like when we saw just how fucked up it was. We were like, man, I really hope the cats are OK. Have you seen Puss in Boots, too, yet? no okay so i went to jp's house yesterday and i'm, I'm like hey man you seen any good movies lately because i'm always you know doing dumb stuff like talking to people and he's like yeah. you see puss in boots the last wish yeah. <laughs> dude i'm saying it man and good like, movie and he's like that movie was like right up there with shrek one and two and i'm like relax jp telling you, it's so fucking good man what about you red fox you seen puss in boots the last wish oh first of all i'm gonna let you know right now i had big plans for that this weekend and i'm glad you brought that up because i fucking love puss in boots antonio banderas is uh, i'm i'm I, you can't probably tell but i'm puerto rican he's a global icon to us he's our people <laughs> and i fucking love puss and boots uh, i can't wait for it. it's anime it's anime dreamworks and i love it Get it really it is more sequels <laughs> i've already seen the final fight like i've watched the uh the clips of it and i was like i oh you gotta watch the whole thing you gotta watch oh, the whole movie my. Dude, everyone keeps so telling me like it's so good my 
my nephew earlier was like, listen, you, you got to see this. I was like, listen, kid, you gotta don't see tell it. me, all right? I was alive during Shrek 2, all right? I was here when he showed up. There is a part in that, uh, no spoilers, but there's a part in that movie that made me actually start crying. In a Puss in Boots 2. I was like, I can't believe that oh, this is I happening. Wait, because I love the first but... one too. It was banging. I haven't seen an, a new movie in like five years. Like, it, I, like, I think Avengers Endgame was the last movie I've seen in theaters. <laughs> and I saw this movie. Yeah. People, I got bullied by the internet. And I was like, I'll go and I'll watch it. And I'll be like, this movie fucking sucks. You guys are stupid. And I fucking loved it. <laughs> I was like, this is an amazing movie. All right. And we're back. Turtles in time. So I'll take these first final words. This is going to be a recommend for me. It is short. It is sweet, but it's fun. And me and Nave had a good time with him repeatedly mashing the stupid credits button, which would then announce turtle time or whatever bullshit really loudly. And he did it until he got like 999 lives. or whatever. Yes, which means I pressed that button over 500 times. Because <laughs> you get two lives per credit. God, that was obnoxious, but fun. The whole game is fun. I recommend it. Uh, I can't really say more because this game is kind of simple, but it's just, it is older. It's simple, but we had a good time playing it short. Go play it. Who wants uh, next? The, the thing, the thing with the game, I guess I'll go next. The thing with the game also is that it keeps track of how it's just like in shutters of revenge. It keeps track of how many kills you have with the score. So one person is my fucking desk is shaking. The fuck dude, something's happening. Oh, anyway. So the, um, this is so distracting. So uh, the game itself, when it takes it, it, it takes into account how many kills you get. Even if you kill a boss, you get one point. Like it's like if you get the last one of the boss, you get one point. But uh, so Philip was supposed to keep track of who got most more points and who died the most. He didn't. It looks like. But uh, I know for a fact that I got the most kills. You're just gonna have to take my word for it. But I also think I died the most. So. He also got the most pizza spinning power ups that you know just murders everyone on screen. No, I know you already brought it up, but like I, one of the pizza power ups, I I hit the board on the ship and it stopped me like five seconds into it. And I was like, oh man, like I just lost it. I got like one of those the whole game. Oh, yeah, Navy right. little loot one. goblin. Yeah, big loot goblin Navy energy. <laughs> anyway, game is good. I didn't die, so I mean, at least during the show, which would have been great content. All right, Red Fox, what about you? Is this going to be a not recommend, recommend, a, a get out of the library? Uh, no, this is an absolute recommend. Um, it's incredible. Play it on every platform you could possibly find and then give it to your kids. Uh, this, to me, is one of the golden standards for beat-em-up games because it's so simplistic. Um, we didn't talk too much about like the enemies, like the different enemies and all, but like for them all being foot soldiers, just in different color swaps, <laughs> they were like different ways to approach each one of them. But honestly, like if you want to be wild, watch a speedrunner play this fucking game. It's wild. I love these older games where people just figure out exactly where the seams are. Yeah. Yeah, because when I was playing it, I uh, I was watching or when I was when I was done playing, I watched a speedrunner do it and he was like finding glitches and like different ways to like really like catch the balls and stun lock them constantly. And that was absolutely wild. Uh, I think that's just a solid recommendation against for all of us quality game. So red Fox, I want to thank you for coming out to the pod today. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me on. It's been a good time. Did you read the, the steam review? Oh, well, yeah, sorry. We got a, a steam review. I didn't have time to really get them all. So I just got one. Do you want to read it? Nave? There's no name. He's got 36 hours. 
Well, this is for the whole Cowabunga collection. But yeah. uh, it says, tonight, I dine on turtle soup. That's it. September 21st. Yep. Thank you, nameless Steam player. Yeah, sorry, I cut off his name. I didn't have time to grab more, but that was the only one that really jumped out at me. Nave, what are we playing next week? I don't know. We might have to panic pick something. I mean, I got a list all ready to go. Yeah. Phil's always got a list. I try to go. I'm I'm always like dipping my little nave tentacles in all kinds of different bowls of cereal, trying to see who who bites. And uh, yeah, I, I I don't know what's going on. So I think fig- Philip might have to figure this one out. You know, you talked about that you got Pokemon Violet, and I'm like, oh, I got Violet and Scarlet. Maybe we could do a, a co-op playthrough of that. But the game no, it's is lo- so no, it's locked, long. Man. Wait, it's long Pokemon game? What well, I mean, fuck? I beat Violet of... in the first night. Really? You beat Violet in one sitting? Yeah, I, I played through it completely, dude. It's great. Everything all the way up to the final. I don't. Did you finish it all? No, I haven't. I mean, no. you did all three tracks, like. Oh yeah, the, the legendary the beast, the legendary, sandwich adventures. Let oh, oh, oh sandwiches. That's an art form right there. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, I uh, on my first playthrough, I burned through the game, which I do every time, and I tell myself not to do it so I can enjoy it. But I. I did the all three of the things, the star, uh, team star challenges, the gym leaders, and the sandwich quest, which is the legendary beast. Completely trucked through those goddamn things. Damn. It's impressive because I feel oh, like I love already... Pokemon, so I mean, it, it's, I have to. I have no self-control. How hard is it to Nuzlocke these games, do you think? Very hard. For the newer ones especially, very hard. What? The Pokemon could... around the wild, though. Can you just avoid them? Yeah, avoid them as they're running at you. I guess. Did you, you ever watch? You, level up. you ever watch a video of uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield where like fucking Lucario is like Super Saiyan running at you? Some of these guys you can't <laughs> outrun. They're so True. fast. Pokemon uh, Legends Arceus actually Paris is the most for some reason the most aggressive Pokemon in the game, and you can't outrun it. It will just follow you to the ends of the earth. You'll fly away and be landing, and it's right there like this. Really? Just fucking. <laughs> I haven't finished RCSC yet. Come on down. Or zone, so I haven't encountered him yet. You know what this episode reminds me of, Philip? What? Uh, you remember in year one when you were still in that hotel for your work, and then the fire alarm started going off, and you were yeah. just like, I'm just going down with the ship. If the <laughs> if the place burns down, I guess I go down with it. Oh, I got in trouble That's what it reminds me of. You did. The firefighters showed up and they're like, dude, can you not hear the fire alarm? And I'm like, it goes off every day. And they're like, you still need to leave. And I'm like, okay. And you should have been like, you should have been like, what? And then pull off your headphones. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not trying to get a ticket from the fire department or something. All right. So we don't know what we're playing next week. But thanks for joining us this week, co-op partners. Maybe next week we can all be foot clan chumps together. Cowabunga. It's turtle time. Perfect. Turtle time. I've been stopping.